Transform you in the eye of the storm, Hail Marys, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we been defying. Rice. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls. We all lean once the coin gets tossed. Got the plan of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From two fours to four three. The founder of the Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you. What up, what up, what up? Real Coach JB, finally in the house. Had a little delay on the YouTube side. Apologize. Appreciate everybody sticking around, hanging around. Um, on the uh, audio side, welcome in. iTunes, Spotify, Apple, everybody, iHeart, all you guys. Appreciate you guys uh, joining, coming in. Hit the bell notification, the like button, and subscribe today. I got a new show also, coaching show. Uh, coach them, lo- love them, uh, Coach them hard, love them harder on uh, Tuesday and Thursdays. So make sure you're coaching CEOs, managers, whoever. You guys want to get just some new brain food, come on over. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 5 p.m. Pacific. We had about 80 people in there yesterday. It wasn't bad showing for the first part of it. But, you know, a lot of people, if they don't see X's and O's, they're going to leave because they're not real coaches, and that's what people don't get. So, like, real coaches think that, I mean, these 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 wannabe ass, half-ass coaches think that, X's and O's is is everything. And it's like, that's why you guys are seeing this seven-on-seven seven bullshit happening every day. That's why you're seeing the transfer portal at an all-time high. That's why you're seeing all this sorry-ass shitty coaching. Because you don't take the time to really understand what coaching takes. So I'm trying to give that to the people. Um, and, you know, hey, the real ones will stick around and the fucking slap dicks. We'll go try to go, uh, try to go fucking learn about calling slant fade. <laughs> um, so it's crazy. Anyway, uh, this show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline.ag. The Kentucky Derby's this weekend. You can bet on that. The NBA playoffs are back on tonight. Memphis won a barn burner last night. Um, you can bet on Sixers Heat. Uh, NHL playoffs is full go. A triple overtime Pittsburgh game last night. You guys can catch on all the sports action, plus MMA, boxing, and baseball. So even the Oakland A's with 2,400 people in the attendance. Um, But make sure you guys head on over to betonline.ag. Use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Tell them the main slap dick sent you, J-B. Uh, appreciate you guys. You can get 50% welcome bonus on using the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at betonline.ag. So we're still on Work Boot Wednesday here on the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later podcast. Uh, TJ, what's going on? Uh, Ruben, what's going on? Um, yeah, exactly, TJ. What's your game plan versus cover four? Uh, it was cover two drop. Like, motherfuckers don't even know what they're talking about. And they're just asking questions. That's that's how ignorant coaching is. That's why I'm not coaching right now, dog. It's like, I'm trying to teach you guys some real shit. And you guys want to fucking talk about coverages that you don't even know what the real coaches are. Co- coverages are. Oh, my God, it's bad. Anyway. They don't even have a philosophy, TJ. They don't even have a fucking coaching philosophy, but yet they want to talk about what's your cover four beater? 
Um, they don't even know the difference between cover two and quarters, but they they sure they sure uh, they get bored quick, don't they? Oh my god, it's crazy. Anyway, hate me now, love me later. Got new graphics, got all kind of new shit. Make sure you go to coachjbstore.com, catch you some merch, new apparel, it's fire. A lot of people like it. Girls, I got the boy shorts for you guys too. Lucy, I don't know if you've got them yet, and if your hubby's allowing it or not. I know my name's on the ass, and I don't think he appreciates that. But maybe you did sneak it in, because I know you're a true writer. Um, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> um, CoachJBStore.com. Get you some whiskey. Vodka will be out next week. Um or not next week, June 1st. The vodka should be hitting the stores and the online. Tennessee has my whiskey. They just reordered because the state of Tennessee sold out in one day. 50 cases. Uh, shout out to all you in Tennessee. Shout out to all you guys. Much love. Um, they just reordered out there in, t- in Tennessee. Um, Oklahoma. They got my whiskey as well. A, new, a couple new areas in Tulsa just ordered some. So they'll be getting it. So, hey, it's a great day to have a great fucking day here on the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later podcast. Um, hey, give me one second. I gotta, this, this, I'm, t- I'm in the middle of a couple major things, so I'll be back in two seconds, okay? Appreciate you. One second. Good country asshole. You got the you know? sweater vest. Yeah. You got yeah, the sweater with the turtleneck. Vest turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just came off, yacht, came off the yacht, yeah. like the yacht shoes, huh? Yeah. So yeah, I was, they don't let the smooth taste fool you. That's what people. So don't get, I, was, I was sitting there and I was like, you know, we were sitting at this table, or whatever, and I was like, man, just you know, go on, go on, because I try not to fight him. I really do. Yeah, I try yeah, not yeah. to, no doubt, just because I know once that switch flips, yeah, yeah, then yeah. I'm going to jail, yeah, or somebody's gonna try to sue me because I'm, I'm sure gonna end target. up, yeah, yeah, or I'm just gonna end up beating the fuck out of you, yeah, you know, <laughs> and that's it. Like I was, I've had a pool stick cracked over my head before, like you know, I've I've been knocked out. But, you know, yeah. it takes a good ass whooping to know yeah. how to give one. No doubt. So, no doubt. Um, but yeah, he just kept fucking with me. And I was like, all right, I, I sat down. I bought the the little girl come by with the little jello shot, the orange and purple ones. And I set it down. And I called him over and I was like, here you go, man. He was like, oh, thanks. As soon as before he could finish that, I just said, pow, dropped him. Really? Slumped him. Uh, and he said, he, and I told him, I, and that I, by that time, they were obviously kicking me out. So I told his buddies, I said, now listen. When he wakes up, tell him Daddy's American Express is gonna be busy tomorrow. <laughs> oh shit! So you never heard no? You had no problem with him after? No, nope. I never even seen him again. Yeah, yeah that's how it goes, man. Yeah. People, fuck, hey, you know, snakes slither together, and motherfuckers go hiding in fucking caves mm-hmm. too, man. But like I said, the worst thing is when we're filming. Like that's the worst thing. That's what I figured. Like, people, everybody, people everybody wanted... got everybody got you know super super fucking man heart because uh, they're on yeah. camera. They know they ain't gonna get their yeah. ass beat. They know some security's yeah. gonna stop. Stop them. Yeah.
All right, apologize, apologize. Uh, a busy, busy day, man. Shit. I probably shouldn't even be doing this fucking show today. I got so much going on. I apologize. Um, anyway, um, yes. So go get you some gear, Lucy. Appreciate you. Um, still work boot Wednesday. Quote of the day. Let's get you back on track. Let me get back on track. Hey, you got to persevere, overcome. You got to do all these things, man. You got to be able to think under fire, and you got to be quick with it, you know? Um, quote of the day, something that I live by, one of my favorite quotes, something that is personally on my door on Netflix's Last Chance You. The greatest feeling in the world is to do something that someone else said you cannot do. The greatest feeling in the world is to do something that someone else said you cannot do. That's just one of my all-time favorites because that's what I live by. I love making people eat shit sandwiches. I love making people eat their words. I love making haters sit there and say, well, it's only because he got this and he got that and it's lucky and this is lucky. It's like, come on, shut the hell up. Anyway, um... Great quote to live by. Hopefully some of you guys take these down. I know some of you guys repost them on social media. I appreciate this. Nice shit. Um, contrary to belief, I want to get into this. Lucy's favorite part. Uh, brother, brother versus brother. All right. Where you're from, who you are, it's huge stuff. Brother versus brother. Now... It's not just black folks and brothers that call each other brother with an A. I got a lot of black homies that say brother. And you always know, Lucy, you always know how a motherfucker really is when he text messages you. Because I text back depending on who I'm talking to. Because I'm a, I'm a chameleon. I get I'm black, green, yellow. I don't give a shit. I can talk to anyone. But if I'm talking to some 75-year-old white dude, I'm probably calling him brother. And if I'm talking to a, my homie, I'm probably saying brother. But a lot of people don't realize there's a very, very huge discrepancy in those two words right there. Um, but, you know, ignorance is life-threatening, so I'm here to teach some game. I'm game versus I'm all in. Like, I'm, a, I'm from, I'm, I'm game, let's roll. I, we've I've always said I'm game. I don't know what you guys say out there in fucking West Virginia, Brad, North Carolina, <laughs> Mississippi, Jay. You probably say the most redneck backwoods shit there possibly fucking is. But I'm game or I'm all in. I'm game has always been a deal of mine. Now, this right here, Jack versus Steel versus Gank versus Hit a Lick. A lot of you guys don't know. See, we come from Hit a Licks area, right? And back in the day, jacking for beats, jack, jacking. Um, we used to use jack. We never said steal, but we, we would say steal from the rich, hang with the poor. That's, that's you know, easy E, the NWA type of shit. Um, TJ, yeah, TJ's younger, Polynesian thing. I'm down. I, I say I'm down, but that's. A lot of females, young females I notice, say I'm down a lot. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not knocking you, TJ. I'm just, I'm not fucking, I'm fucking with you. But see, see, TJ, Lucy says I'm down. Females say I'm down. Why is that? I'm curious. 
I'm not even going to get it. I'm not even going to say nothing, to, uh, Lucy. I'm going to, I'm trying to be good. I don't even know what stain means. What the fuck is stain? Um, stain. What is that? And let me ask you something. I got to start this shit off with something. What the fuck is a stan? What is Coach JB's stan account? I got to get to the bottom of this shit, man. Because it's, it's unbelievable. What the fuck is a Stan account? I got to be honest. What in the shit does that mean? S-T-A-N, right? Stan account? Please, somebody hit me to that. And Lucy be knowing every fucking thing. Lucy knows football. Lucy knows how to coach. Lucy knows how to fucking... She knows all the lingo. It's unbelievable. And Lucy's 66 years old. Ain't that crazy how she knows all this shit? <laughs> you is slap dick. I'm just Why you me slap dick? Cause uh, my dick slapped me across your face. Uh, Lucy's only 35, so I'm just kidding. I don't even know how old Lucy is, but I know she's young as hell. What does Stan mean? Stan from Eminem. I don't understand. What the fuck that mean? Um... I don't know, Lucy. I was just fucking with everybody. I, I wanted them to really give you some, pay you some homage. They they got to realize how hip you are, even though you might be older than these people. You're probably not. Alan's in the house. Lucy, you younger than me. I guarantee it, huh? I guarantee you younger than me. I'm 46. I'm sure you're younger than me. Look at Jay Henry. Jay Henry's weirdo ass throwing out, uh, trying to game Lucy. Come on, Jay. She saw you, homie. She's seen you on my thing. Pedophile vibe looking ass. <laughs> I love Jay, though. Jay just, you know, Jay's on there just chilling, man. Oh, fuck. Jay, Jay, I can't wait till Jay calls in again. I'm going to get Jay and Lucy on the same call. Lucy said I'm 40-ish. So girls don't ever say they weight or their age. Why is that? Why don't girls ever say they age or their weight? Like, again, it goes back to this whole catfish thing, Lucy. Girls use filters on social media, which I'm learning about, right? Then they catfish you and fake who they are. Now, I understand guys do that too. But then girls make up and doll up and then take their makeup off and then look like hammered dog shit. Like... (laughs) Do you know how bad hammered dog shit looks, Jay? Jay, you're close to looking like hammered dog shit. And right now, I look like hammered dog shit. But you know how bad hammered dog shit looks? That's how some of these females look on social media after they take their makeup off. There's six different fucking filters off. And then say that, oh yeah, I used to look like Nia Long. (laughs) Shit. My auntie used to have balls. She was my uncle. That shit's crazy. But women get away with it. I don't know. It's kind of going into the same thing, Lucy. Uh, You know, they don't tell you your age. They don't tell you their weight. But then you see them, and it's like, shit. You say you you were 5'10", 150? What? She got out the car 5'3", 250. Like, hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, shit. Got out looking like, she said, Janet Jackson. 
looking like Freddie Jackson. Uh, if you don't know what that's from, then you're too young, too old, or you're just not hip to the game like everybody else. So you should get the fuck out of this show. Anyway, hit the like button, bell, subscribe, hit the notification. Um, yeah, they sure don't tell you their credit score. Now, is it a is it a misnomer, Lucy, or is it a what is it? Is got do guys have worse credit, or do girls have worse credit? And who lies about it? Who don't want to be upfront about their credit? I straight up tell girls my credit. Listen, I got a couple houses, couple cars, I got a bunch of other shit. But uh, my credit score, the way my credit score works is kind of uh, <laughs> I'll straight pull up Experian on my phone. Like, look, bitch, bam, here's my credit score. Bam. Uh, Lucy says guys have worse credit. You know why that is, Lucy? Because guys are forced to pay child support for every fucking kid in America that you guys us on that is why guys credit is worse plus guys take out student loans in college because we're all broke anyway and we fucking are ignorant and we fuck up so <sighs> i know my homeboys he he pays like six women child support <laughs> my credit is like 280 have you I ain't never seen a credit score the weight of a motherfucker. Like, I weigh 280. Like, you got a, your credit score is my weight. <laughs> Holy shit. If my credit score drops that bad, I'm uh, fucked. This motherfucker got a credit score of 280. I'm like, is that even impossible to have a 280? And then you got to pay alimony, Lucy. Then the men that pay child support are also paying alimony. So no wonder they fucking credit scores are worse than women. And, Lucy, women can put a filter on, fake up, make up up, fucking say who they are, and then a dumbass will pay them on fucking OnlyFans and motherfuckers will make, motherfuckers will make millions of dollars and then their credit scores fucking save for life. See how it was it? Because pussy's undefeated. It really is. Uh, yeah, I've ran across some women with horrible credit now. Don't get it twisted. I'm, I've ran across a girl with a credit score of 390. And I said, hold up. What is your credit score, girl? 390. Shit. I said, no wonder I picked you up at a motherfucking bus stop. <laughs> Oh, I should be a comedian. Oh, that was back in the day. I used to scoop them up at the bus stop, uh, fellas. I'm going to be honest. I used to scoop them up at the bus stop. You was at the bus stop and you look good. Shit, back in the day, I had a car. I had a whip. You didn't. I'll scoop your ass up. And they used to be the bad ones. Man, you know, you know the real. Josh, you know the real. They used to be bad ones at the bus stop. Bad one. Now you don't even see it, mother. Is there even a bus stop? Uh, is there anyone on a bus stop anymore? Shit. I used to scoop them up, dog. I, I can't even tell you what happened after that, but I, there, I've i had some. Nah, it wasn't no thirsty, Brian. See, that wasn't thirsty back in the day. That was how motherfuckers was. See, thirsty hasn't cre wasn't created until you guys all got on social media. Social media created thirsty. See what I'm saying? Nah. 
come on, Josh, real talk, right? We used to have human interaction. We talked to humans in person. Shit. Motherfuckers don't even have the balls no more to go up to nobody at a bus stop and holler at them and try to get them in the car and roll. Nowadays, it's you're a pervert, you're a weirdo. Josh, that wasn't even a thought of back in the day. Girls didn't think you was a weirdo. And guys didn't think girls were weirdos. Girls used to stop at the bus when we were walking down the bus stop. Girls used to stop and scoop us up. Man, the world has changed, dog. The world has changed. Jeremiah, what up? Yeah, the world has changed. See, you know, I think real recognized real girls would know if you pull up and you're in a weird-ass van or something It looks like a straight pedophile van, then they know they're going to stay away, right? Um, yeah, nowadays you pull up, what's your IG? What's your Snapchat or whatever that shit's called? You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, and then just drive off. And act like they just put major spit game at them. Like, oh, fucking please. We just have to get them out of the bus stop, in the car, and take them to another location. You were willing to drive them somewhere. And you know my fucking philosophy, just like my coaching philosophy. Hey, I ain't going to pay for pussy, but I'll buy you Taco Bell. You get some Taco Bell for me, girl, and a bus and a bus ride. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hey, real interaction, man. Real conversation. Shit, the streets are dead now. Like, there's nobody, man. I, that's why I go shopping in the grocery store. Come on, TJ. You know damn well I wasn't gonna be on no fig. And if anyone knows Figueroa, that's the whole stroll. That's like Long Beach Boulevard if you're from LA and Long Beach Compton. Um. Come on. Oh, I just love Mexican pizza. Don't tell me that, Lucy. I'll go get a Mexican pizza right now. I haven't had fast food in years. Literally, I haven't had Taco Bell probably 10 years. Nah, four years because I had one in Indy, and it was the worst Taco Bell I've ever had in my life. I, had, I tasted a chip, and there was so much salt in it, my cholesterol level shot through the roof, and I think I almost died. Um, it was so bad. It was the worst Taco Bell I've ever been in my life. Um, but, uh, if Taco Bell's bringing back the Mexican pizza, I'm be honest, I might go get about six of them tonight. I'll fuck around and eat Mexican pizza all night, dog. That is real shit. Um, anyway, I didn't even start the show. Had a few interruptions. Um, no, the cafe at, uh, Indy was horrible. And so that's why I had to get the cafe guy fired after a while. Cause he was hating on me anyway. So I made a power move and got rid of his ass. And, uh, we got a little bit better food, but it was still shitty compared to other Juco's. That was another thing. I'm fighting against that too. We had the worst cafe in all of Juco. National Juco. California don't even have cafe. So we were shit to us. It was great. Um, Californians don't have cafe, so so shit. To us, it was it was a uh, it was a great thing. But you you were going to get the runs. You were going to get the runs, Alan. Right, Alan? Tell these people how fast did you get the runs after you ate in the cafe? Uh, so I tried to feed them after. So I would give them some some snacks before, but I tried to feed their ass after we worked out or did something because that food. Will run right through you. Um, 
Anyway, we're here on Work Boot Wednesday. Uh, great segue to get to the next area. So is Urban Meyer back with Fox Sports? Nobody knows. All we know is Khan, the owner of the Jags, basically came out and blasted his ass saying, who would, who would hire Urban Meyer? That is crazy. Um, yeah, Alan. Yeah, breakfast was okay, huh? And then Carlos and them started making their own shit in the calf. They started talking. They started hollering at some folks and was like, hey, can you make me this, make me that? And then they started making different shit for the kids that they liked. Dan, I, I don't know. Uh, when college football season is back, I mean, that's what people keep asking me that question. I keep telling y'all the question. I'm, I'm on when, when college football season is on. Like, how hard is that to grasp? I don't understand. Like, people think that I'm supposed to be a full-time guest or something. No, I'm on the show during the college football season. <laughs> I, it's unbelievable some of the shit I read. Oh, uh, Pat kicked you off? Well, first of all, I, I don't know how I was kicked off. I've never, like, I was never part of the, the boys' show. Like, I'm just a guest on the show. And I was honored enough to be on the show for 15 weeks or whatever. So I think it's a pretty good deal. And, I, and, and you know, we're talking about doing it again. So I think it's a great deal. Shout out to my boy Pat and Ty and all the dudes, man. Everybody there, man, is good dudes, man. Boston Connor and everybody there are great dudes, man. Um, they really are. They're all some great dudes. Um, I talked to AJ and Pat and Ty and Connor and Zito. I talk to all the motherfuckers all the time. But, uh, and if I'm not on it again, so be it. Like, the motherfucker owes me nothing. Um, yeah, I would have to tone back a lot. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe Pat could afford to have me on every day. Like, and that's understandable. Like, that's what people don't get. Like, I know that. I'm not ignorant. Like, Pat has a lot of sponsors now and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I would have to sign like a fucking, I won't say this and that, probably. <laughs> um, anyway, the Jags owner calls uh, Urban Meyer a slapdick, basically, is what he called him. First NFL game is going to be played in Germany. I got to ask something, though. Is it still going to be played in Germany if Germany pulls out all their oil out of Russia? <laughs> Jeremiah, you know about that shit. You're, you're basically in Russia. What, do you, what insight can you give us on that? <laughs> um, are we going to put our guys in Germany if there's still a war? Like, why would we do that? I, I just don't get that. I don't get this thing by the NFL. Like, I wouldn't leave the country right now if I was the NFL. Why are we doing that shit? I don't see the big, huge benefit of it. The teams have to go all the way over there. It screws them. They should automatically get a week off after that. They go to London. It's a shit game. They go to... The, the, we have to wake up at 4 in the morning to watch it. Like, come on, man. Nobody wants to see that shit. Nobody wants to wake up that morning. Um, oh, unbelievable. 
John ja Morant played lights out last night, had 47 points. Um, and uh, Golden State probably played one of the worst games that you could possibly play. Um, like, Clay and Steph had the worst shooting nights they could possibly have. And should have won the game! Do you realize that they should have fucking won the game? I just want to be clear. On, I'm, I'm making this prediction right now. Golden State's going to win 4-1. They're going to win four games to one. That's my opinion. I don't even think it's close. I think it, that should have been a 2-0 game. And job ja played lights out. And... um, Golden State... Played horribly, horribly. Draymond went out with a broken orbital or gashed eye, had to have stitches, misses a quarter. Peyton, Peyton two, uh, the second, Peyton the second, breaks his arm on the first play of the game or something, and you still almost won. That should be quite alarming. Um... That's that's quite alarming, in my opinion. Joel, you're not that bright, homie. Like, I told everybody Monday, when have I ever hidden anything from you guys as members? Never! Come on, motherfucker. God damn. I, I came out and spoke on it for 20 minutes, why the name changed, why I was gone, the whole thing. Somebody please abreast my brother Joel Schumann here. Joel is a slap dick. I just got to let you know. I love Joel. He is a true slap dick. I love Joel's energy, and Joel's just one of those free free baller guys, you know. I love Joel. He's a slap dick, though. He's a definition of a slap dick, I think, on my definition. He's a non-malicious guy with no malicious intent who just says dumb shit a lot. I think he just likes to get a rise out of people. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Hold up. Uh, um, yeah, Pete, Pete, come on, Pete. You know, Joel's a slap dick. Joel's a good dude. He's a slap dick. He's out there and like fucking where's, where you at Joel, Kentucky or somewhere, Tennessee. Joel, if you haven't gone out and got a fucking, um, go fucking uh, Memphis. Oh, you're in Memphis. I don't know if my whiskey's in Memphis. Yeah, I don't know. Joel, Joel's Joel, you know. Um, Memphis is getting their ass whooped, bro. Just so you know. They're going to lose bad. It's got to be 4-1 series. I'm just telling you. So, good luck. Um, Mark C., man, I'm trying to get in Arizona ASAP. Um, so, Peyton second breaks his elbow. Was it dirty? I got to ask. I got to ask, was it dirty? Um, I don't think it was dirty. 
Um, poll question, though. Agree or disagree with Ryan Tannehill's comments? Do you disagree or agree with Ryan Tannehill's comments? And we're going to dive into that later here in a second because I'm going to discuss RG3's comments. Obviously, I posted a video on social media. Um, and Kurt Warner's comments I'm going to discuss also. So, baseball player... Uh, Bumgarner got ejected for substance abuse check. Or not substance abuse, but he got he got checked for a, a substance. You know how the umps can check now? And uh, uh, can we check the umps for like horrible vision or people being or them being on the take and being crooked? Like I'm curious how this is allowed and legal and how the Baseball's Players Association or union has allowed you to be searched. You can't search me if the cops pulled me over. Like, how the fuck are we allowing umpires to fucking search the players on the fucking field? Like, that shit to me is crazy. I'd be fighting that shit like crazy. Not not only because I'm being dirty or nothing, just because, like, it's a slap in my face that you're checking me. You're patting me down. Like, that to me is, it bothers me a little bit, to be real with you. Like, I, I don't like baseball. I don't watch baseball. Oakland A's had 2,400 fans the other night. Um, and then I posted that, and everyone's like, it's just Oakland. Uh, I don't think it's just Oakland. Know-it-all Twitter handlers. I think you should go look at Tampa Bay and Florida Marlins and... They're fucking horrible. They got like 3,200 people in Tampa Bay, and they're actually winning games in Tampa in the baseball world. You Don't tell me it's just Oakland. Now, Oakland might be the worst right now because apparently I was hip to a bunch of shit on Twitter when I posted that. But 2,400 fans for a major league sport, a professional sport, I don't care how bad the organization is doing. That is a bad look. That is a bad look. I'm just keeping it real. That's a horrible look. Um, yeah, I don't know. I want to check the refs. Like, the players should be able to pat the refs down for something. Trevor Bauer, I don't know what's up with that whole thing. I, I don't understand. I thought he got a... Like acquitted legally, did he not? So what's going on? Why is he being banned by Major League Baseball? I'm not into that shit. I don't listen to it or know about it. So excuse my ignorance. I don't know what's up with Trevor Bauer. I thought he was acquitted of any wrongdoing legally. Am I wrong on that or am I right? I don't know. Um, but apparently... I don't know. But have you guys heard the Tannehill? Give me your feedback. I want to know. What do you guys thought about the Tannehill comments um, about Malik Willis coming in and him not being a mentor to him? And then I'll take I'll give you my take, and you probably pretty sure you probably know how I lean on that. Um, Lee Westwood, golfer, pretty good golfer, um, first guy to really leave the PGA for the Saudi tour. So, all you guys in here, that's golf guys. Uh, he's leaving the PGA for the Saudi tour. Um, if you guys are soccer fans, the Maradona, 
the Maradona, whatever jersey sold for $10 million. What the fuck? Who bought his jersey for $10 million? I, I got to be real. Who bought that for $10 million? I got to be honest. It has to be a billionaire that just said, ah, fuck it. I just want his jersey in a frame. I'll pay 10 mil. You got to be shitting me. You got to be shitting me $10 million for a jersey. Uh, I don't know. Now, this whole NIL thing. Now, this is where I got a problem before I get into the NIL thing. This is where I got a problem with Steve Kerr's take on he's saying that he doesn't know if it was an intent. Intentional, but he thinks it was dirty. So Steve Kerr, I, I lost a little kudos. I lost a little respect for Steve Kerr when he said that. Now, I understand why he said it. He has to say it to defend his guys. But do you think Popovich or Phil Jackson ever would have said that? Fuck no, because he's holding his own guys accountable for that. This is the problem I have. If you ever look at how Draymond Green acts on the sideline, he runs the shit, and Steve Kerr don't ever tell him nothing. He don't ever get after his ass. And I understand you never see pro coaches really getting after pro players, do you? Vrabel, you've seen get after a few guys. But other than that, you really don't see... You really don't see the professional coach getting after a professional player. See, that's why I would love to be in that level, because I... Real recognize real. Shit. I'd be cussing their asses out. I don't give a fuck if you make more money than me. I'm going to be real with you. So, Steve Kerr says, it might have not been intentional, but it was definitely dirty. Quote. <laughs> when you have Draymond Green on your team that leads the NBA in technical fouls and shit talking, and bitching and moaning and sucking their teeth. Um, you can't talk about being dirty, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't be talking about other players being dirty when you have a guy on your team that people think is the dirtiest cat. You broke the code? What the, what the fuck are we talking about broke the code? He said we broke the code. Like, the bro code? Or what code did we break, Steve Kerr? Because I'm so curious. I'm just, I'm, I'm like, it's blasphemy, Stephen A. Smith would say. So that's fucking blasphemy. Anyway, uh, the, the Pittsburgh, University of Pittsburgh wide receiver left and goes to USC because USC gave him a house, like a million, couple million dollar house, and a couple million dollars. So what is that doing? Who who is the most sought after players in the NFL right now? Wide receivers. Wide receivers are getting the so-called bag. And now they're all kind of being pansies about how they're going about getting their so-called bag. Fucking bag. Bag of these nuts, motherfuckers. I'm so tired of these fucking bags and all this bullshit. How about you play for your contract that you're on? Play and go ball out. And how about you play for your teammates that you're with in the locker rooms 
hopefully sweating, bleeding, and crying with. But you see why it's trickling uphill. We got that shit going on. This guy that's going to get an NIL deal with USC just made more money than half of the second-round draft picks in the NFL and got a free house out of the deal by going from Pittsburgh to USC. Now, let me explain this whole thing in totality as to why it's so screwed up, in my opinion, and why this thing is changing right in front of our very eyes. Um, Alan just said that as I said it. How crazy is that? Great minds think alike, right? So you're telling me now, this is where the morale issue I have is comes into play, okay? <sighs> <clears throat> Not this way. They shouldn't be played. They shouldn't be paid this way, Joel. This is the most dumb. This is the dumbest possible way you could ever try to pay a player. And I said this on my show two years ago. I said it on on uh, Speak for Yourself with Marcellus two years ago. This is literally going to implode. And I said it years ago. The kids should be paid for their scholarships. So pay a kid for their five years of scholarships. Pay all the kids. Use the D2 model. A-graded A graded recruits, you get a bigger stipend than the B-graded guys. B-grade guys, you get better guys. In the C, you get more money than the C-graded guys. You take your 90 scholarships or your 85 scholarships now. It used to be 96. Now it's 85. Take that and split them and use one scholarship for two or three. And that's how you do it. Use the D2 model. You can get more kids. You can get everybody can get paid something. Right now, you have guys getting nothing. I think something is better than nothing when it comes to dollars and cents. The backup guard for University of North Carolina, they aren't going to get a jersey sold in the student bookstore. So what money are they getting? They're not getting a T-Mobile contract. They're not getting a fucking NIL deal from Cadillac. They're getting nothing. So let's pay everybody something. Because there's enough out there to go around. But we wanted to do this big old splash thing because, again, NCAA has zero credibility or accountability and they need a commissioner in football. They need a commissioner. And if they had a commissioner, you would put things in place that would rectify all these issues. You could account for these issues. And... You got a guy in, at the University of Pittsburgh who had 1,100 yards receiving, one of the best in the country, who is leaving his teammates. Just said, fuck you guys, I'm out. Let this thing, this kick, let this sink in, okay? I'm leaving you guys, and I'm out. Fuck you guys. Now, just... What part of the game is this, dog? Just let it really sink in. What part of the game is this? I just got to know. Like, you're okay with that? Just leaving your homies behind like that that you've been with for two, three years? 
It is, in essence, the NFL free agency at the college football level, but now we're legally paying kids to (laughs) go to my school. So what the SEC has been doing forever is now in open light and allowed, and now it's becoming an absolute shit show and destructing college football landscape. It is destroying it. Right before our very eyes. And if anyone thinks there's a positive coming out of it, they're they're screwed. You you guys don't understand it. And it's uh it is really disheartening to watch and I'm just I'm just losing really, really losing interest in the whole profession. Um because we allow it or we coach it. And somewhere down the line we allowed this. Nobody put our foot down. And Joel, like, Joel's like, okay, Tennessee, let's win a natty. First of all, Tennessee will never win a natty. But let me just say this. Who cares, Joel? Like, do you realize what you're even saying? Like, nobody gives a shit no more. It's so bad. Like, who gives a shit? How do you follow who's who now? Like, who gives a fuck? It's going to be a one-hitter-quitter, whoever wins it from now on. Whoever wins it from now on, Joel, you're, you, you don't count. You're a nobody. Nobody gives a fuck what you think, Joel. <laughs> and the, on the big landscape of things, nobody cares if Joel likes Tennessee and wants them to win. Every single team has a Joel Schumann on there as a fan. Don't you think SC has a Joel and Alabama has a Joel? And nobody gives a shit in the, in the large scale of things. Who cares anymore? These motherfuckers are transferring every single five minutes. So, like, <laughs> homie, you're you're a fan for a, a school you like. That's cool. We got a million. We got a hundred million fans out there, but it's not going to sustain. It's not sustainable. This ain't sustainable. It's it's over. It's an imploding in front of it. And the problem is you guys don't get it just because you're a fan, homie. You don't understand that these kids and babies are being fucking destroyed and they don't know better. They're moving around playing at four schools, chasing this bag in college, and their draft stock is dropping. They're... The NFL draft is at an all-time worse. It's worse than it's ever been. The draft is unbelievably bad. And if you don't think it's because of this portal system and NIL chasing, you're fucked up. And note, there's no life lessons being taught, to Alan's point. There's no life lessons being taught anymore. There's no tough skin being taught. There's no competitive edge. Go chase the bag. Leave. I didn't start as a freshman at LSU. I'm out. Bam. I'm entering the portal. Peace. Like, come on, man. Like, you're just a, a fan. Joel's just an, a regular fucking no, novice fan of a college in his town or from where he's from or whatever, or his state. But that's cool, you know. But what I'm saying is it doesn't affect anything that's going on you know everyone's going to keep voting and rooting for their teams my point as a coach is it's a totally different deal this is a totally different deal and it's a huge bigger scale issue 
And this thing is just out of control, man. And it's disheartening. So as a coach, nah, I'm not interested anymore. It's bad. The pit kid leaves his teammates, his brothers, his coaches, everything. Now, I understand coaches leave players and all that shit. We could have that discussion a million times, which I've already discussed, why I think it's okay for coaches but not players. I've already discussed it a million times. I'm not going to keep going on it. The issue about it is the kid has to have some type of, he has to own up to something, doesn't he, in his life? Like, what are we teaching these motherfuckers? So just go ahead and bounce on your team. Get up out of there. I mean, See, back in the day, this is how soft we are, though. Because back in the day, if let's just say Pitt plays USC next year in a bowl game. Um, back in my day, there would have been a guaranteed hit out on that wide receiver. But nowadays, they'll probably take pictures, trade, trade, trade uniforms, trade jerseys, sign them. <laughs> because we're all on the same level. They're all chasing the bag. They're all chasing this bag. They're all trying to do this. They're all trying to do that. And the kids are so soft nowadays, there's no competitiveness anymore. Like, if you would have left my team in the middle of the year or in, in the end of spring ball and headed to my senior season, I'm trying to beat your ass. I'm trying to whip your ass for leaving my program. It, it, even my my homies. If you're my player, my homeboys, I'm leaving. I'm going to beat your ass if you're leaving me your senior year and transferring for whatever reason. Um. Uh, Joel, miss me with the bullshit, bruh. Miss me with all your soft shit, dog. Come on, you're killing me right now. Don't come up with this bullshit. Don't you're talking to the wrong one about soft, about getting out of hard situations. Go talk to Jamel Holloway, homie, who went to Oklahoma and fucking had a mink coat on the sideline. You wanna talk about poverty, motherfucker? Go talk to them, homie. He's from Watts in Compton. We all grew up together. You don't talk about po- These kids ain't in poverty no more, bruh. Miss me with that shit, homie. You got excuses for excuses, and that's the problem with you soft motherfuckers. You motherfuckers making excuses for these soft bitch-made kids, homie. And that's why adults like you are defending them, and you wonder why we got more soft motherfuckers out here than ever before. Motherfuckers, motherfucker, miss me. Go sit in the go go sleep in the car like I had to grow up in. Talking about they need to get out of bad situation, homie. They already making money in high school. Fuck you talking about. Miss me, not then show me why it's not true, homie. Cause you don't have no you you can't tell me it's not true. Go show me how it's not true, homie. Are you a coach? Do you coach these kids on a daily basis that I don't know about? <laughs> I'm sorry that you got more experience in this than me, homie. I'm sorry because you sit at home with that fucking Tennessee hat on. You think you know these kids. <laughs> Man, I'm done talking to you, homie. The good news is Sark's a good recruiter, and there was a kid at Texas trying to leave for an NIL deal that he was offered and stayed put at Texas. He stayed at Texas even though he got an NIL deal. Yeah, I'm not, Alan. These cats, dog, I swear to God, ignorance is at an all-time high with some of these motherfuckers. Holy shit. They're, they're, they're taking the bag. <laughs> I'm not mad at all, Joel. I'm just telling you the real. I'm not mad at all. I'm telling you, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Do you want me to whisper that to you? 
you're you're making soft excuses for these cats, homie. That's just what it is. It's not about football, Joel. It's about the kids and their upbringing and their demographic and their livelihood. You're discussing they need to get out of poverty, so they're taking chasing bags. We're not talking about football. This ain't about X's and O's. We're talking about my background now, homie. The hood, these kids' upbringing. That's where you don't know what you're talking about either because that's what I'm talking about. Um, and I'm telling you right now, these kids are bullshitting you. <laughs> they're, they're, they're faking the funk and you're believing them. I'm just telling you. It's bullshit. If you think they're all so broke and struggling, I, I'm so curious on how these kids are so broke and struggling, but they walk in Jordans. They got the fucking gear on. They got the newest video game and the newest phone every day. See, there's a difference between there's a difference between struggling and your struggle. See, my struggle and your struggle must be totally different. Because I didn't have Jordans and a cell phone or any phone or any of the newest gear. And I probably wore the same shit three times a week to school. These motherfuckers ain't doing that shit, homie. You got this whole thing fucked up. And, it, and, and we got cats like you making excuses for these cats. Man, ain't no struggle like we had back in the day, bruh. This ain't the same struggle at all. You know how Alan showed up at Garden City when I got him there? He showed up with a fucking white t-shirt and a plastic bag of clothes. That is when you know. And you know what my best players and best players and humans are? They're those cats right there. Those are the cats that respect it, appreciate the grind, and appreciate the shittiest cafe meal in America. You're talking about these kids are struggling and shit, and they're bitching and moaning about what they get to eat in the calf. That ain't struggling, homie. If you're struggling, you appreciate and shut the fuck up and eat whatever the fuck's in front of you, like Alan did, because he didn't have a pot to piss in and came with one bag. <laughs> shit. These motherfuckers, homie, are walking in with Jordans and cell phones and shit. Miss me with all this soft shit, man. That's all I'm going to say about it. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and that's all I'm telling you. How do you know they deserve better, Joel? How do you know? You live with them? You, you grew up with them? How the fuck do you know they deserve better? See, that's the problem, homie. We talk out our side of our mouth. How do you know these kids deserve better? <laughs> Please explain how these kids deserve better. How do you know? How do you know what's... Do you know the difference between a, a fucking fake-ass good boy and a real... Struggle? Do you understand there's a fake-ass good boy, right? He'll smile in your face, tell you, yes, sir, yes, coach, please, coach, yes, and go out and smoke weed, sell dope, rob your fucking McDonald's, be late to class, and you're sitting there paying his way because you feel sorry for his fake ass. See, that's the problem. We believe these motherfuckers too much. These motherfuckers are fake-ass good boys, they, they tell you that they're broke and struggling. No, I see through the bullshit. 
I don't see the broken struggle kid like I used to see back in the 90s and 2000s. I'm just telling you straight out. I don't see it no more. I haven't seen the real struggle kid coming to my program in years. I don't see me, my homies I grew up with. I don't see that anymore. I do not see the struggle anymore at all. So you, 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 you hitting a nerve when you're talking about these kids deserve better. No, they don't. You deserve what you make about. You, life's about choices. You deserve what you fucking put in. You deserve what you put in this thing, dog. Like, how do they deserve better? So this big-ass shitbird at school that transferred four times and don't want to go to practice and dirty max to coach and slapdick and fucks around, he deserves better? Fuck no. You're called an enabler, homie. That's why we're so fucked up. We're enabling them. In essence, Joel, we're crippling them. <laughs> we're not fucking helping them. We're not growing them. We're not making them stronger. We're not helping them. We're crippling them. And that's just the problem with what's going on right now, man. Um, but it, that's my point, Joel. This is the point I'm making. Joel is an avid Tennessee fan. And that was my point roundabout way is not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying when the avid novice fan is out there just rooting for a team in particular, his own team, his favorite team, whatever, USC, Notre Dame, I don't care what team you only see what you see on the football field. And then see a bunch of inner city kids playing and saying, you know what? They deserve better. But you don't really know what the diff what the real struggle is because they don't have it no more. They don't really come from it no more. And if you're on a full football scholarship, I don't care about what money you make NIL wise or whatever. You're better off than cats I grew up with. I'm just telling you. So, you know, it is what it is. Um like a fucking hundred and twenty thousand dollars scholarship at a fucking D one is pretty good deal, man. Like I would take it in a heartbeat. But see, we're enabling them now so much more that now, guess what? We've created a monster. Now we're creating a uh, hundred twenty thousand dollars scholarship. Ain't enough for me, dog. I want to go chase the bag. I want to get a T Mobile contract. I want a car and a house too. It's only a one percent chance that these cats are getting what they're getting. The Pittsburgh receiver, USC's boosters are giving him millions of dollars. How many of those you see? You see Bryson at Alabama. You see this kid. You see a cat at Texas. You see a couple kids. I mean, let's put a, probably a handful of kids. Allen, I don't know how many kids are out there that are really getting this millions of dollars. But there's only probably, I've only heard of 10 or 15 kids, right? My, my kid from, that's going to Tennessee actually to play quarterback from Long Beach right here in Cali. He's got paid, I heard. But... Now, will that grow? Yeah. But it ain't going to grow to where every single player at a four-year institution is making that big bag. So there's going to be a bunch of leftover kids being side-eyed and looking at everybody like, damn, why I can't get no money? And I'm leaving now. I'm going to chase greener pasture. I'm going over to the next school. It's like, come on, dog. It's just free agency. Yeah, I haven't seen. I don't think it's $8 million, but. Just think about it, dog. Let's think about it. If it's really eight million, just think about what you're saying. Eight million. <laughs> a kid that hasn't even 
pay the light bill, hasn't even thrown a pass for your institution, has got $8 million. What do you think we are creating? What do you think we are creating? It's not even contingent on completing a ball. I could see if it was a contract and it said, you know what? No, he don't know that for fact because I don't know for fact and I fucking raised the kid. <laughs> People forget who the fuck I, you're talking to, homie. The, his daddy played with me in college. I could call him. <laughs> Why do people say shit out of the side of their mouth? He didn't get oh fucking eight million. Number one, number two. Let's just say he got eight million. We ain't even thrown a fucking ball for the university yet, or a touchdown, or won a game. Do you not? Do you don't think that's going to create a huge issue? You don't think that's going to create a huge enabled issue? Oh shit! I'm gonna get this eight million and go and fucking I get blow my mind. I blow my fucking knee out. Uh, I'm going to blow my knee out first fucking play and I got 8 million already. Do you understand what it's creating? Oh my God. We're so screwed. If that's the truth, at least put it in a, like in, when I played arena football, we had an incentive contract dog. We had an incentive contract and I took it. I took it. So guess what? You don't get paid. You don't get paid if you don't fucking do X, Y, Z. That's what an incentive contract is. That means I have to throw more touchdowns and interceptions. I got to throw more yards than not. I got to win more games than losing games. That is what an incentive contract is. So, I could see putting them on that. I could see putting them on an incentive contract. But let's not. You ain't got to be sorry, Joel, to me. Shit. I think disagreements create great conversations. I say it all the time. Just because I'm loud doesn't mean I'm fucking mad. I don't get mad. I don't know you, homie. <laughs> Why am I going to get mad? I'm just talking to you. Um, I'm just telling the real. Like, this is what's really happening. This is the truth of the matter. And I just hope, I think you're an open-minded dude. And I think you can now share the real to people instead of this fake-ass narrative that's out here. Um, that, you know... Nah, Joe. I don't think you're offending anyone, Joel. I just I think you come off a little fucking weird sometimes, but it is what it is. We all have our own moments. Look what I am. Shit, you could call me a million things, but I don't give a fuck, and I don't think you do. So who cares? Um, let's get to meat and potatoes. Ryan Ryan Tannehill came out and basically said, "I am not your mentor. I have a job to do, and I'm here to win the job." Now, unless you've played competitive sports at the quarterback position, okay, at the quarterback position, you don't have any idea what it even means. What he said, what he said is a 100% factual, and he has no obligation to mentor Willis. I'm going to be a straight lion out there. 
I'm taking the job. It's my job. This ain't your job. It's my job. I'm coming out to take the job. It's my job. I'm taking it. Good luck, dog. Now, when I'm named the starter, I will start teaching you little nuances from my 12-year NFL career that maybe you can learn. I'm not coming out focusing my energy on helping you take my job. Like, am I a bitch? <laughs> like, what the fuck are we talking about? So for RG3 to come out as former quarterback that played in the NFL to say he is not a good leader and is a cancer, that is just putting words in the man's mouth. Why is he a cancer? Because he wants to win the job. See, I don't, I don't see that. Now, he could have worded it different, maybe. I, I don't know. Um, all I know is, if you played quarterback at a competitive level, you're there to take the person's job and keep your job, not give up your job. I'm just going to give up the ass. Ugh, give up the ass. No. Kurt Warner came out and said similar things, but that's the generation we're in now. Like, we're all happy-go-lucky guys. Like, Kurt Warner, you you got the job because, no offense, I like Kurt Warner, but guess how he played? See, people don't realize, dog, <clears throat> Kurt Warner got the job by default because Trent Green got hurt. Kurt Warner never snatched nobody's job. So, of course, he was a mentor when he got the job and then he sustained the job, kept the job, and did well. <clears throat> People don't want to talk about the real, though. Kurt Warner didn't take nobody's job. Kurt Warner was an average, below average arm strength quarterback that threw the ball very uniquely with his finger on top and didn't throw a great spiral, didn't have a strong arm, but had a quick release and Obviously was smart, nutty, gutty, and had that it factor. And Kurt Warner succeeded and is a Hall of Famer. Kudos to him. Shout out. I love Kurt Warner and everything he stands for. But he didn't take no job. So why, when he comes out and says, I can't see why people say they're not mentors and da-da-da-da-da. Because, dog, you didn't earn the job. You got the job by default. Trent Green got hurt. You got the job by default. You didn't take nobody's job. See, that's the difference. And I like Tim, I like Kurt Warner. I'm not bashing him. But I'm telling you there is a difference in mindset. Kurt Warner has a completely different mindset than Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill has been an underdog just like Kurt Warner was his whole life and has been called a horrible quarterback and has been called this and has been called that. We run the football. I just have to not fuck it up and da-da-da-da-da. I'm sure he's tired of hearing that shit, dog. I would be. So, fuck, I don't mind him having a chip on his shoulder. This is his job to take. My job is my job. I'm the quarterback of the Tennessee fucking Titans. He didn't have to come in and say, I'm going to mentor this young man. And He's not the coach, homie. Now, it doesn't mean he's going to be an asshole and just sit there and look at him and fucking stare at him and, and be an asshole in the locker room. That's not Tanny Hill. But for everybody to bash him, dog, is just proving more and more how soft we are as society that we have no competitive edge no more. 
We're about to go to war now over Brittany Griner for smoking weed and getting cracked at the airport in Russia. Now we're going to come out and just proving again how soft we are. We're going to come defend Brittany Griner now and say they arrested her illegally. Have you haven't noticed, fellas, that's going to open up some shit now. And we're going to go to fucking war over this fucking broad. <laughs> Watch. Watch something's going to happen here if they don't release her. Because we're enabling dog. Hey, hey, you know what, Brittany? You fucked up. You broke the law. But you know what? We're so fucking soft and enabling. We're going to help you out. We're going to try to get you. We'll go to war for you even. (laughs) We'll kill millions of people for you. Even though you're a shitbird and you've had fucking... You've been a million. You've had a million other fucking criminal acts you've done, but we're 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 gonna we're gonna defend you. Fuck it. Oh man, it's so unbelievable, dog. I'm just I'm just like getting over life. Like, have you ever had that feeling where I'm just like, you know what? I don't know what the fuck I want to be when I grow up, and uh, I'm so over every fucking decision maker. Every fucking president, every fucking lawmaker, every fucking human in society right now. Oh, fuck. There's rumors out there now that fucking Putin's own army is against them. I don't mind what Kenny Hill said, dog. I really don't. Uh, I think come in and fucking ball Willis come in and ball period come in and ball and fucking take my job but I'm gonna get my job and co- now if you learn from me like he said good he didn't say fuck Willis I'm not gonna help him he just but for, for RG3 to come out and say he's a cancer and he's not a good teammate is crazy all of a sudden, he's not a good teammate. Why don't you ask his fucking teammates how good of a teammate he is? My homeboy coaches running backs on that staff. Tony Dews is a good friend of mine, like real good friend. I can call him and talk to him all the time. Tannehill's a great dude and a great leader. How the fuck do you know? That's the problem with this fucking media, homie. And especially it's sad that these suit-wearing motherfuckers like RG3, Kendrick Perkins, Ryan Clark... All the mean kimes, all these fake fucks, they're gonna come out and take the suits over the actual player, peer, and former teammates, possibly in some cases, instances, because you're now, oh man, I'm on ESPN, dog. I gotta do what I gotta do. It's so fucking, it's such a bitch move, in my opinion. RG3 is such a bitch, dog. I gotta be real. And I have sources. Not going to tell you that. Um, on Smart G3 things. So. It is what it is. Um, I don't get it. No, you know what? It's funny, Joey B. You asked that question. It's a true story. The valet parking guy recognized me 
and was like, Coach, you're Coach Brown, da da da. So we started talking, and I think the valet for the two days was like sixty bucks or something. And he, uh, I didn't, I didn't get charged at all. And he kept the car up front, so he didn't. Nobody had to go get it. And I gave him a book and a bottle. <laughs> he was excited, man. I signed the book for him, and a true story. Swear to God on my daughter. Um, so. That's a true story, dog. I don't lie, dog. So if you haven't figured it out, I don't lie. You got to fucking... <laughs> Once you lie, dog, I'm just telling you, um, you got to remember shit. I don't need to lie. What fuck am I going to make up that story? Um, you know... I don't know, man. It is. It is. That's a little side story. Hey, it's a true story, though. You know, that's crazy. I've had that happen a few times in Vegas. A um, couple other buddies, a couple Usos, actually. Um, TJ. Um, I'm saying um a lot like a motherfucker right now. I don't know why. Um <laughs> Josh, there's a lot of Usos in Vegas. Uh, it's damn near the fucking Fifth Rock, they call it, or whatever. That's what I think they call Vegas the Fifth Rock or whatever, right? How many islands are in Hawaii? Four? Or is it the Sixth Rock? I don't know. They call it something. But there's a lot of Usos over there. Uh, and uh, a couple of them were like, Coach! Where was I at? Shit. I forgot where I was at. They took care of me too, dog. This is a good time. It's good shit. Yeah, Jay. Fucking pedophile. Shut up. Um uh, Yeah, I don't like I don't like RG3's comments. Uh I thought it was a little bitch move. I thought it was a little bitch move. There's seven. So they they call it the eighth rock. Vegas is the eighth rock then? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know who who you guys got. Uh, I got I got the heat again, dog. If 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 uh, Embiid don't play tonight, I got I got the heat again. I mean, it's just I don't see how the and 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 I've been telling you guys, I've been telling you motherfuckers that Harden is washed and he ain't that dude. If he was the dude, why he ain't winning nobody? <laughs> why he can't win a game? <sighs> yeah, it's all dumb, man. Joe, uh, Jay City. I get it. That's what they said about Favre. They said about Brady back in the day. Well, actually, they said it about Drew Bledsoe. And then, dog, it said it don't make no sense. Like, if, if, if it's my job to win football games and I want to be the starter. Like, who goes in saying, I want to be the backup? I want to be the backup quarterback. <laughs> this shit blows my mind. I think I'm going to be the backup, man, and I'm going to be cool with that shit. Now, if you're year 10 and now you're living as a backup, making a million dollars a year as a backup quarterback in the NFL and getting to go everywhere and fucking getting the, the perks and everything, 
Yes, of course you're good with it. <sighs> I didn't see that. I didn't see uh, Maxi leave. That's Maxi's Maxi and uh, what's the name's team, uh, team dog? Shit. Um. That's Maxie and Embiid. Harden's a fucking... I don't think people respect Harden no more. I don't believe these players respect him like they want. I don't think so, dog. He's out there wearing this funny shit. He ain't Westbrook funny. Like, yeah, have you seen that shit he was wearing the other day? Looked like straight up motherfucker from goddamn uh, the fucking... Uh, what do you call that? Uh, God damn it. Um, what's the yard, man, in London? Fucking... What's the yard called? The police. The the. Uh, Jack the Ripper, dog. What's that shit called? The London Yard, not the London Yard. What's this shit called? Anyway, he looked like straight. Uh, he looked like the motherfucker in the London Yard looking for uh, look or in London looking for Jack the Ripper. Scotland Yard. Didn't he look like the motherfucker was working for the Scotland Yard looking for Jack the Ripper? Holy shit, man. Like, I don't understand. What about the motherfucker that wore the fucking, had the shoulder pads on? Did you see that weird looking motherfucker? Like, what is the, what in the fuck are we doing? Oh, what was that shit called? What was it called? The meta or something? What was that shit called? The meg? What is it called? The meta? <laughs> Met Met Gala, huh? Like, what is that shit? I'm just confused on what that shit really is right there. Um, but where's the cat with the fucking shoulder pads, homie? That shit killed me. Uh, let's see. I want to see that fucking weirdo fuck that had the shoulder pads. I don't even see it. Wow, that shit crazy to me, dog. Like, who the fuck wore that shit? Like, what is this shit? What is that shit? Like, I'm just scrolling, dog. Where's the dude with the shoulder pads that look like Inspector Gadget and shit? You guys see that motherfucker that was wearing that? Uh, 
Oh man. Nah, I haven't I don't know nothing. No, I don't keep up with the Joneses or nothing. I don't keep up with the Johnny Depp shit. Um I'm just I'm just saying, dog, what are they trying to do? They're trying to masculate men, homie. I just think that's what they're doing. I don't understand. That shit is just so fucking dumb looking to me. Holy shit. I I it, it blows my fucking mind, Lucy. Like Oh, it blows my mind. I really don't get it. Um, yeah, Josh, what the fuck's Manu talking about? Manu, are you a Uso? You a Fafa? You is slap dick pretty much. Why you much. calling me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> Only TJ and Josh know what Fafa means, by the way. Um, Probably in this chat, so that's good. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, shit, homie. That shit is crazy. Motherfucker said adopt me. I'm like, what? Um, I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to get off on the audio side, man. I appreciate you guys, um, joining today. I'll see you tomorrow for the coaching show. Um, Josh, were you in the coaching show last night? Um, I'll be back tomorrow for the coach them hard, love them harder, uh, show at 5 p.m. Pacific right here on my YouTube channel. Make sure you join. Become a member today. Hit the like button and bell notification. Go check out Believe or uh, BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Believe B L E A V and uh, get 50 percent off. Welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag. I'll see you guys tomorrow, and I appreciate you. Peace. After hours next. Transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying. Rising. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls. We all lean once the coin guitars. Got the plan of action, never acting. Don't need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four threes, we get it cracking.